Hello, welcome to Break the System, where we discuss politics, libertarianism, and anything relating to basically, well, libertarians for America. So I think today is a pretty special day for the both of us because today we both agree that the schools are using us and the schools are basically giving us workloads that are inconsistent with a with the idea of not stressing the students. I can prove this from uh, from my workload and my colleagues' workload. Oh, so, it's insane! Uh, it's well, insane, people. Uh, absolutely. You know, four pages, yeah. four pages of, of, of essays, practically uh, doing a day. You know, that's that's not it's not normal, and it's not a good uh, it's not a good start to absolutely what people want to do. And the foundation of this country was built on, you know, giving people um real freedom and giving people liberties of what they want to choose uh every day learning math science you know you know english what is this going to help us with um absolutely i I think i think it shows how the public education system is severely flawed and and and, uh it's very left it's it's not even left-minded as in as much as i'd like to say it's it's communistic minded it's it's very socialist minded and it's very very it's too much size it's it's too much one size fits all it's too much of that yeah yeah you know it's it's not catered now now let's not say that the libertarian you know libertarians for america we're you know we're happy-go-lucky people and we want to have you know what switzerland what uh uh finland and and uh norway have where it's the system that you know every kid gets to have you know hundred thousand it's it's just it's just implausible that's the problem right Right. we live in a big nation socioeconomic you know it's just um with the socioeconomic classes of people that they live in you know their property tax goes into uh refunding the schools so it's it's simply not plausible in some cities where the you know most of the general population socioeconomic class is extremely low right so i mean but um the, the basis of math english science math english science history math english science history you know what is this ridiculousness um we have to look at it from a a more broader I think what perspective. we need to, I, I think well i think it's more of a student approach and of course we care about the teachers i believe the teachers are an essential piece of the puzzle and i feel like teachers are also kind of left out mm-hmm. um when it comes to administration i place a lot of blame on them because they are they're paid more than teachers typically well yeah no one's blaming the teachers right i'm i mean absolutely so i want to give some insight so um i actually go to one of the most competitive schools in the entire state of california and i live in a i'm going to say a relatively wealthy upper middle class area hence we get a lot of property tax however with that being said, it does not make any sense why the, the by the administration, yeah. like the actual building, is in a, is in real estate that costs over a hundred million dollars. That is insane. If they were to sell that and relocate it somewhere more modest, somewhere where it doesn't have a direct ocean view, this could severe this. All that money could help the students and the teachers oh God, and the schools. Yeah. Oh God, and yeah. I mean, I mean, these administrations are, are extremely corrupt. Um, Absolutely. You know, they, this is what they do. They trade the ratings for our, uh, basically for us, right? Our oh, yeah. ration. Oh, yeah. I mean, our 
uh, workload is impacted by all these great ratings and all these distinguished awards. You see, whenever you see a high school that has millions of distinguished awards and all these, you know, just certifications and so on and so on, yeah. all that's telling you is that it's putting more and more pressure on the students and the teachers, especially the students, because we are the ones who are carrying the burden while all the administration just sit back, watch the ocean view and do nothing while getting paid more than a nurse who I believe a nurse is justified to get paid more just for the simple fact that a nurse can save lives while an administration just ruins students' lives. So, you know, um, it's just ridiculous. Superintendents, I mean, to make over $400,000 working for the government, that is literally insane. While there are teachers struggling to pay bills. Oh yeah, Um, I totally agree. Um, So, And and I want to take that, that leads me into my next point, which is, I want to take into consideration, you know, a lot of libertarians, a lot of classic liberals, you know, moderate conservatives always like to say, you know, blame the left, blame the left, blame the left, throw shade on the left. They never really look at the other side of things, which is the right. Uh, and I like to bring things to the right. I like to also, you know, talk about the right. We're you know, fair. We don't. We're, right. we're not we're fair. Yeah. Right. And I'm going to talk about what, you know, today in today's segment, I'm not going to talk much about the left. I'm going to talk more about what's going on in the right. Um. The truth of the matter is that, uh, and I'm being honest here, um, left-leaning cities actually do teach their kids better. I mean, statistically speaking, because they know how to allocate funds properly. Um, I like to look at Texas, right? Texas has one of the highest, uh, you know, it has one of the highest teen birth rates. And that's because, you know, um, Texas is very conservative-minded, very right-minded, and the issue with this right-minded system, this Republican system, is, uh, and I've noticed this with a lot of right-leaning people, is you can't incorporate all of your values and all of your uh, religious values and morals into politics. Um, abstinence teaching for sexual education is, is a no-no. Uh, you can't just teach kids, you know, sexual abstinence um, because, you know, let's let's be, let's be real here. Right. We're, we're teens. I mean, I'm 16 or 16. Right. Um, and I'm sure that the adults that were making those laws at one point were 16, 17, 18, 15. Right. Um, hormone levels are through the roof. You know, stress levels are through the roof. Right. Kids are going to have sex. Um, and it's the truth. Kids are going to date. Kids are going to have sex, whether that be oral or vaginal, you know, or, um, you know, anal. You know, keep it PG. Right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, but you know, you get the point. Kids are going to have sex, right? Um, that's unavoidable. What, what is this logic that let's teach abstinence? You know, they're going to look at that and be like, what the hell, what am I going to do with this? Right. Um, you know, I blame the schmucks that literally sit in, you know, the high levels of Texas and the board of education in Texas and just say, you know what, abstinence teaching is good. You know, the, the people in these really right-leaning counties that are, you know what, abstinence teaching. Yeah, let's, let's show these kids, you know, proper religious morals and values. It's not going to make anything better. I mean, let's be real here. Of course. I mean, kids are going to get S- I mean, kids are going to get STDs. They're going to get pregnant, right? They're going to drop out of school, and you know, you're you're just trying to show them this. Well, oh, oh, abstinence, abstinence. You know, it's not going to work. Right? Not to mention the fact that typically speaking, when you tell someone not to do something, especially a teenager, something that is so readily common and something that's natural 
it's that people are going to do the opposite. People want to be almost like warriors. People want to feel like they are resilient to authority. So what are they going to do? They're going to do exactly the opposite of what you say. You tell them yeah. not to smoke marijuana, they're going to smoke marijuana. You tell them not to drink, they're going to drink. You tell oh, yeah. them not to drive without, without a license, they're going to do it. I mean, this is just a simple fact, but I think the problem with many right-leaning decisions in terms of education, they fail to recognize that. So rather than trying to necessarily... I mean, I mean, of course, you should, you know, inform the students about, you know, uh, sex education, but you also need to provide services for if for when it happens. I don't think this is really an if this is more of a when that and, they and have, have access to pr- uh, proper prevention. Well, I mean, they need proper access uh, uh, to prevention. They need proper access. Well, to STD I mean, screening. I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, to be, uh, to be fair with you, and this is one thing I actually like about us is, you know, me and Jack are going to have debates, you know, many debates here and there. Yeah, of course. Um, but uh, I actually disagree with Jack. Um, I think right. it should be sure. more about education. Uh, I don't think that it's the government's um, choice for that kid to have sex. Ultimately, um, if the kid is going to have sex, that's on them. But what's uh, important, that's, well, yeah, I, it's I, on them. I, I mean, don't the if the kid is going to have sex, that's on them. I don't but think I what's said important that. is to give education. Well, no, 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 no. You said, I know, but you said that the government should provide SED screening, should provide uh, protection, right? You said, did you not say well, that? No, not, that's not really what I meant. I really meant like the government, basically the government should be supportive of, of allowing kids to have SED screening, uh, facilitate oh, the accessibility okay, okay. to condoms and, and, and birth and, you know, birth prevention and all that stuff. Basically, but, but you're not talking about like giving it out for free, right? Free, not necessarily. I mean, of yeah, course, yeah. maybe there should, maybe there could be programs or something. I mean, if, if there's a, I mean, think about it this way: teen pregnancies are much more common in poverty, so it's gonna, so it's gonna be a burden for a student. Like, let's say, you know, a very poor high school student, it's gonna be very hard for them to buy birth control or condoms. Oh, so yeah. in that case, it kind of makes sense that it should be very low cost. It should be accessible for them. Yeah, and yeah. if they really can't Absolutely. afford it, then I agree that maybe it's okay for the government to subsidize it for them. Because yeah. at, again, mm-hmm. it's important because if they yeah. if they have a child, they can literally not go to college and not even finish high school. I know I mean, many people who literally have not finished high school because they had a kid when they were very young. So mm-hmm. if the government can just spend a few dimes on a condom for them, I don't see the big problem. I don't see even how that's socialism. That's just simply common sense. Yeah, I see. I see what you're saying. Um, I, I, you know, I, I agree to a to a extent. I think it should be more of a county based decision, and 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 um, the county knowing where they're allocating funds because you know condoms are cheap. Um, birth course, control. Yeah. I'm. I'm. You know, birth control. No, I don't. I don't think that people should be given the option of birth control. It's well, expensive. okay, but here, but again, like what but, I've but said, you, you can't. Yes, government... but statistically speaking, but statistically speaking, most teen mothers they typically they typically have a harder time going to college and sometimes not even finishing high school just because of the simple fact that they have a child. Um, and you know, I've seen this. First right, but don't you think that should be a condom or... thing? That, that that should be a condom thing. Well, right? again, what if the it's not always i mean again it's just it's just a simple it's such a cheap investment for the government well, to prevent actually, that person from actually, from i mean okay so as i was saying it's birth control uh to the price of a condom is extremely the the price varies oh of uh, course of right? course the first the, the first line would be a condom but sometimes condoms don't work and sometimes the man doesn't wear a condom things happen 
I mean, it's not like, I mean, we're humans, right? And in yeah. the case, yeah. the, the unfortunate, statistically less probable case that the person doesn't wear a condom or the condom doesn't work and a woman is pregnant, then the woman, then the, then the woman should be given uh, resources to help prevent having a baby if she so desires to. Because again, mm. it's just, it's just uh, if, if resources aren't given properly, mm-hmm. you can't undo what happened. I mean, yeah. sorry, you can't undo the past and make the person wear a condom in the, in the past. You know what I no. mean? So yeah. it's not really a big investment, in my opinion, because it's such a long-term investment. Because again, statistically speaking, that person will have a much harder life if they are not given the proper resources. I mean, yeah, I can, I can see where you're coming from, but I think it should still be very limited. Uh, you know, free condoms, I feel like. I mean, it's, it doesn't even happen. So, I mean, of course, again, I'm I not feel saying like to when, when the government subsidizes these, you know, for certain people, I think it should be under a very low um, circumstance. You know, you can't just be given. Well, it it's not that common. Time. I mean, again, most of the time condoms work. Most of the time people wear condoms. In that case, it works. But in the, in the instances, the let's just say relatively uncommon instances in which a woman got pregnant from having sex, especially as a teenager, why is it such a difficult argument to just give them resources to help them manage their, to manage it? You know what I mean? If they don't want to have that well, baby, be fine with it why being... should the government say no to that? Okay, but don't you think that that was their... Especially important. I mean, again, it, was, it was a it's, choice. This is the... and, and so that's... This is more... Hap- this, this happens more in poor in poor areas in a rich area of course they can easily afford to get yeah, so i mean those Not rich men- areas shouldn't be given government subsidized well i mean okay yeah, yeah but i mean like for poor areas i mean we oh, want to yeah, help yeah, people yeah. I get out of poverty you know i totally agree i totally agree i mean if there's somebody who's living in a single mother household barely getting enough income and oh my and and, and the daughter gets pregnant but the mother cannot afford to give her birth control medicine so she would not so the pregnancy will you know not continue yeah it's not a big investment on the government's part of just step in and give the give the woman the medication she needs to help prevent the pregnancy yeah um okay yeah i see what you're saying yeah. which you know it, it, and you know you look at the right and the right what they're saying is is, is practically um it's inhumane almost conversion therapy it's quite literally, I, I mean, we can look at this from every angle you want. Conversion therapy is statistically speaking, um, torture. Uh, I, I relate that to torture. Uh, you know, Absolutely. what if there was uh, straight conversion therapy turning people into gay people, right? It, it's, it's ridiculous. You can't just do that to someone. We have to, you know, um, more not to mention anything, the fact. Well, not to mention the fact that conversion therapy, its entire justification is normally attributed to religion. And oh, yeah. I think, oh, yeah. You know, oh, yeah. I mean, I, mean, I always hear... The whole basis of, of America is to not... Separation. Exactly. Yeah. Um, you know, conversion therapy is all... You know, and, and the, the way that the right puts it is, you know, most conversion therapy places are, are good, you know. It, it's They just teach about Jesus and they teach about... God. I mean, that sounds that's a bit it. like indoctrination. I, yeah, you know, first off, it sounds like indoctrination. But second off, don't you think that um, it sounds like, you know, there can be real abuse um, 
absolutely literal abuse in those areas right people get made fun of get bullied i've even heard of instances where they actually use shock um they, they you know they use shock in these conversion therapies where they really shock you um with these little electric things i don't know how exactly it works but i know that they shock you and then you know they wow that's ridiculous i mean it's it's immoral it's inhumane and the problem is that the person usually a a minor they can't do anything about it and i I always it's it's these parents that are sending their kids um to you know oh okay we're gonna send you to conversion therapy hell no i mean hell no it should be totally illegal i mean something like that is it's it's torture first off it's human torture second off second off there should be individualism to the max Uh, you know there is no reason why a parent um you know you brought the kid into the world doesn't mean that you control that kid and you take an authoritarian right stance to it and again like i'm saying it's mostly you know right-leaning parents that that did do these things and and yeah, I mean, this highlights the biggest problem with the right, which is that a lot of their values are derived from religion. Now, I want to make it extremely, extremely clear here. We are in absolutely no way against religion or against Christianity or against Islam or against any religion at all. But we're saying that we, there should definitely be a separation Abortion. of religion and politics. I mean, for example, if me, me and Rodin, we are different, we have different beliefs. And if we were to base our politics based on those beliefs, they will be so drastically different that it, it just wouldn't make sense and it wouldn't be fair for everybody. So the best, so we have to separate those values. You I know, mean, it's just it's after, imperative. after LGBT people were sent to uh, um, conversion therapy, you know, more than eight times as likely to have attempted suicide, nearly six times as likely to report high levels of depression, wow. three times as likely to use illegal drugs, and more than three times as likely to be at high risk for HIV and STDs. I could imagine. Yeah, that's insane. I mean, I mean, I mean, I've obviously never been to conversion therapy, and you know, I'm not, I'm not a part of the LGBT community, but I 100% support them. But one thing I could say is that, you know, the feeling that they probably feel is neglect. And unacceptance. And Sick. I could imagine how I feel. I mean, yeah, I mean, they can't be accepted. They were born with something that they believe that they've been cursed. And now they're just they're just destined for for, you know, I guess in, in Christianity, I mean, I'm not that good with the Bible, to hell. And it's just it's just terrible. I mean, it's so terrible. And it's being perpetuated by the right. And it needs to be stopped now. It needs to be illegal. And anyone promoting it. It's promoting torture. And honestly, it, I think it's a sin. I think it's a sin in the Bible. I mean, I don't want to make this is not a religious podcast, but if they want to bring religious values into their justification of conversion therapy, I will I will contradict them, basically. You know, uh, and one thing that really pisses me off um, is that a lot of these um, households that are like at the same time sending their kids to conversion therapy, um, you know, if you want to look at it from a sin standpoint, a lot of things are sins in the Bible, right? It's yeah. not just being gay. I mean, a sin is a sin. Sin is yeah. equivalent, right? Being gay is equivalent to stealing is equivalent to murder is equivalent to, and of course, that's not my values, but in, in you know, the book, a sin mm-hmm. is a sin, right? So, yeah. 
you know, a lot of, it's, well, it's a lot not of, fair for these parents. Like, oh, you can get a tattoo. Don't worry. You know, a tattoo is a sin. Did you know that? Mm-hmm. I believe it's also a sin in the, in another religious book, such as the Quran oh, yeah. too. Oh yeah. In the um, Quran, it's a big sin. No yeah. one gets tattoos. Uh, so, oh, it's, it's fine. It's fine. Little Jimmy can get a, a, a tattoo, but you know, my other son, Bobby is gay. Send him to conversion therapy. You know, sins, no. sins don't outweigh each other. You can't, you can't. It's not a pick or choose situation. Absolutely. I mean, it's, yeah, it's, I mean, you're exactly right. Now, I mean, the, I mean, I, when it comes to the Bible, again, I don't really know enough and I'm not, uh, I'm not a Christian apologist. Um, so, I mean, obviously, I don't want to make any assumptions. I don't want anybody to get mad at me. But, you know, it's like, it's like, I believe in the Bible, it says that being homosexual is not a sin, but homosexual acts are a sin. So, I don't understand what's what I mean. I'm, again, I'm quoting the Bible here. I don't believe this, but I'm saying this is what I guess the Bible believes, and what I've heard from many Christians. Well, I think it's all Abrahamic religions. All, all Abrahamic. Yeah, all Abrahamic religions. Basically, what they say is that homosexuality isn't a sin, but homosexual acts are a sin. So, in that case, what's wrong being homosexual if you never act on it? So, that kind of negates the entire purpose of, of, of these, these, these literal conversion camps. Because if it's not a sin in the first place to be homosexual, but just to act on it, then, then what's the point? I mean, to prevent them from acting, I mean, that's also a sin by itself. I mean, so many inherent contradictions, it, it begs the question, just why? You I mean, know, and then why? In, in all Abrahamic religions, torture is a sin. You know, you can't just torture a human being. Absolutely. Right? Uh, it says, love your neighbor, not their action. Right? Yeah. So. Is, is that love when you're sending them to a place that you knowingly um, know that they're going to get hurt? They're going to come out of that, you know, scarred and, and, and they're going to come and, out. And know, most, most likely they're going to come out irreligious. And you know what? I can't blame them. If if the religion that caused them to endure so much torture is now trying to claim that they're that they belong to that religion. I can blame them for not wanting to belong anymore. So in a way, by doing that, you are kind of you're kind of losing followers of your religion in this oh, case yeah. christianity I mean, um or I mean, other religions um, too yeah or, or in this case you know islam and they have a conversion camps elsewhere in the world with islam um you know it's uh, you know and that brings me to my next point is um this is one thing that has really been um bothering me is that in america today and this is something that the left is doing. She's, you know, the left wants to always say Christianity, Christianity. They use Christianity as a scapegoat, but they never use Islam, right? You know, rather than saying Christianity or Islam, pinpointing, just say religion, right? Yeah. I mean, or how about we don't? How about we don't use religion? I mean, of course, right. this is probably kind of biased by my belief. Um, I'm, I'm even kind of afraid to even say my belief. Well, well no, 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 no. Not, not even that case. In the, in the case that, um, you know, when they say like, oh, uh, you know, uh, Christians like to force their religion. You know, it's the same thing. I mean, I've seen Muslims try to force their religion. You know, you go to, yeah, yeah. You go to an Islamic country, you go to my home country of Afghanistan. I'm Muslim myself, right? So I know this, this, this fact that um, uh, in Muslim countries, if you're not Muslim, then you're gonna be, you know, persecuted. Um, it's it's the issues around in the globe. You can't just look at one religion and say, oh, for that religion it's fine, but for that religion, you know, you condemn their action. Yeah, um, absolutely. 
Um, you know, I mean, for example, I see We're this with the tolerance. We're all about tolerance, right? Uh, Absolutely. Because, you know, I find it kind of ironic how with the left, they usually always condemn Christianity for being against LGBTQ. However, if I'm correct, again, I don't want to oh, get... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Abrahamic religions, all of them. And oh, we don't even yeah. see Christianity, Judaism. All oh, three of the Abrahamic religions are against, you know, homosexual yeah, so. acts. Um, I mean, I think, honestly, it's better for the left to not even have to bring religion in the first place. Don't bring Christianity or Islam or anything. Yeah, yeah. Just make it... Make it secular. I mean, don't make it. You don't have to make it pro-atheist. I mean, it's not like you're trying to promote atheism. Just make it secular where there's no... Because what this does is it prevents inherent contradictions between different religions. One religion yeah. might say that we have... One religion might say, oh, uh, having the having having um, the death penalty is okay. But another religion say, actually, the death penalty is a, is a sin and you go to hell for having it. So we can't allow that. So we make it secular. And by having a secular, it makes one narrative... And it's more of an individualistic approach with religion. So if you don't like it personally, then you don't have to do it. But if you like it, then you can keep it. Yeah, so, I totally agree with Jack. I mean, keep it secular, guys. Don't involve yeah. religion. Um, this goes for both parties, the right, the left. and um, Absolutely. You know, break the I mean, system. The, you, know, you know, the U.S. is unique in its, in its uh, religion. I mean, sorry, not its religion, but it's, it's unique in how religious the values are. And I think one reason for that is because of America's founding with pilgrims. You see, pilgrims, when they came to America, they were more devout religious than, than other peers that stay in Europe. And I think and I think one reason for that is because, you know, to travel across the sea for the sake of religion, that, yeah. that definitely requires you to have a lot of empirical values regarding how much you value religion. So because of that, religion has been so deeply ingrained in the founding of America. It is now enumerating itself in current day America. So, yeah, that's what I have to say about religion. Um, yeah, I mean, I totally agree with you, Jack. Uh, you know, keep it secular, guys. You know, there's there's no point in, in the right and the left, you know, controlling and, 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 you know, the left just condemning religion. America was built on the foundation. This is one thing that we really like to preach is the Bill of Rights, our founding fathers, what they introduced. Yeah. Liberty. It's a very important thing. That's our entire basis is liberty. You shouldn't be judged for being religious, but neither should you judge someone for their actions of not being religious. Absolutely. Right? And we look at this from both aspects. The right, you know, they judge someone off of their own morals and off their own religious basis. And then the left judges someone for being, you know, religiously basing their own morals and values. Learn how to respect people and coexist. You know, coexist, exactly. Um, yeah. That's what we're preaching, guys. Coexisting. Yeah. You know, that's the whole point of breaking this authoritarian system that has entrapped American citizens, that has made American citizens lose faith in value in this country and its high politicians. It is exactly getting to the core, seeing such polar opposites. And that is why we are proposing break the system. We want to break, break the it. system. Break it. The name so, says it all. Name says it all. Yeah. Thank you for joining. Have a good night. Thank you for joining. All right. You too.